Hi, I am Scott Herbst, founder and lead consultant at Six Flex Training and Consulting, and this is episode two of the Culture Cast. Short informational audio about improving your company culture, and today we are going to talk about sports, specifically how sports are ridiculous and how we should make business more like them. I don't know how you feel about baseball. I happen to love it, but at some level, it is objectively ridiculous. Think about it. What would you say if I said to you that I have a job for you? I want you to stand by this Pentagon while that guy throws hard balls at you as fast as he can. Don't worry. He's not allowed to hit you. He might sometimes. Your job is to take this wooden cylindrical thing and try to hit them between these two lines diverging from the Pentagon. Okay, what then, you ask? When you do, you have to run and try to touch those four squares. And see those eight guys standing around? They're going to try to stop you. If they touch you with the ball when you're not standing at one of the squares, then you're out. Out. What does out mean, you ask? Good question. It means you have to leave and go sit on that bench there until eight other guys have done the same thing. If you do a really good job of it, you end up right back here. Oh, and it's really hard. The people who are the best in the world at this job only even get to the first square about four in ten times. Ah, okay. So what happens if I do a really good job and I get back here? You get one. I get one? One what? Oh, um, a run. Let's call it a run. You get a run. Okay, and what good does that do? Great question. You and your eight co-workers are going to take turns doing this with those guys standing around. And whichever team of co-workers gets the most runs after nine turns wins. Now this sounds more interesting. Ooh, we win something. What do we win? A game! You win a game! A game? I love games. What game? Trivial Pursuit, Backgammon, Cards Against Humanity? That game's hilarious. Oh, um, I'm not sure how to break this to you. It's not quite like that. You see, the nine turns are the game. That's what you win. When it's over, you get to say you won. Wait, so there's nothing I get to take home? No. So let me get this right. You want me to do something very difficult with a high risk of injury while other people try and stop me from doing that thing, and if I do a good job, I end up right back where I started, and at the end of the day, all I have to show for my work is some theoretical report about what I and my coworkers did? Yes. Well, that sounds great. I'm in. In fact, I have some ideas, and if we play our cards right, we could probably turn this into a $10 billion industry. 
All right, end play. And thank you for humoring me with my silly voices to actually make my one-man, two-person play work. But here's the point. This is ridiculous, but that's baseball. And given that it is actually a $10 billion industry, there's probably a lot to learn from it. So let's dig into some of the key aspects of the sport, and really any sport, and see why we go so crazy for them and what we can take away from it. So first thing to learn, players get to see the difference their performance makes. And this is probably the most important thing about sports. Imagine if your job were to hit balls, but you did it in the dark so that you couldn't see where they went. And we suspended other laws of physics so that as you hit them, you couldn't feel or hear when you made contact. Trust me, you would get bored with this very, very quickly. Seeing the effects of our behavior is a huge reinforcer for that behavior, and it's something that great leaders and managers leverage. Now, how you apply this in business is make sure your employees know the difference your company makes for your clients, and make sure they know the difference their performance makes for the company fulfilling on its mission, the reason it exists. Make that connection explicit and make it regularly because in business it isn't always so obvious for the people doing the work of the company. You might have someone who spends 30% of their time chasing down late payments. Tell them the difference it makes. Say, look, I know the connection might not be obvious to you, but that you collect payments with such grace makes a huge difference for our clients. It's important to me that when I'm working with them, that I'm 100% there, focused on their needs, and whatever, and giving them whatever's going to make a difference for them. That I know that this is handled lets me do this and they probably don't give you a lot of thank yous while you're calling them for money but on their behalf thank you they don't know it it makes a huge difference that's the first thing second thing about baseball is that there's tons of statistics there's batting average on base percentage slugging percentage betting average of balls in play RBIs, strikeout ratio. The list quickly gets into things that are way beyond my my understanding, like wins above replacement. But all of those numbers are connected to overall results, and those numbers let players know how they're doing and where they need to improve. If a player wants to improve on-base percentage, they'll work with a coach and get to work on developing plate dis- discipline and learning to let pitches go. And not only do they tell where improvement is needed, seeing improvement is actually a big motivator for making improvements, and the numbers tell that story as well. In applying this to business, this is actually pretty simple, but it does take a lot of thinking and take some work. But what you need to do is quantify people's contributions and then make sure they know those numbers. What outcomes do they produce that influence revenue? Cash flow. How do they impact cost savings? Are they being measured on productivity? Do you have an objective customer service measure in place relating to timeliness and quality? And most importantly, do they know those numbers? Once you've got the numbers established, what to do next is then report them regularly and work with them to see where they can improve. 
And when you do, when you do this work, be a coach about it. A good coach would never simply say you need to hit better. A good coach will work with a player, watch their mechanics, give them feedback, and help them problem solve about what they can do to improve. Do that. Finally, uh, another huge thing about sports is that it provides a big, big, lot of social connection. What I left out of my silly account of baseball is that there really is a huge social component to it. Players form relationships with each other, and they form relationships with their fans. They celebrate together when they win, and ideally, they support each other when they don't. And it is all centered around producing a common result. In applying this to business, create occasions where the entire team celebrates accomplishments and looks at what needs improvement and how to improve together. If it's not possible to get everyone together, at least create occasions where different departments get together to see how their work impacts one another and how that work impacts the overall mission. I recommend you keep these occasions short, keep them sweet, but give numbers of some excuse me, give members of some departments the chance to appreciate the work of other departments and make the opportunity to speak to the group, make that part of your leadership development plans. In other words, make the opportunity to speak to the group a reward. This is something that people can aspire to and to, to develop towards. Those are the three things I've got today, and there's probably a lot more that we could learn from baseball and sports more generally. However, if you take these three lessons and apply them to your leadership and management practices, you will have a workforce that is much more engaged in their work and is looking for opportunities to improve. And they'll be doing it in the service of something that matters and actually makes a real difference, fulfilling on your organization's mission. That's our culture cast for today. Thank you for listening. Again, this is Scott Herbst with Six Flex Training and Consulting. You can visit us online and subscribe to our blog at sixflextraining.com. And I'll see you in episode three. Thanks.